Let's go talk to Dan Dockich, radio host in Indy, outkick host. He's everywhere. I love his opinions. He joins us. How you doing, Daniel? My man, K Pasa. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, how surprised are you that Purdue's in the Big Ten championship football game Saturday night against Michigan? Uh, I think the West is so bad that I'm not totally surprised. I think that, you know, sometimes a season kind of falls into your lap, and I think that's a little bit what happened. But, you know, when Wisconsin's going to implode, when Iowa can't beat Nebraska at home, are you kidding me? Um, I'm surprised, not shocked, just simply because, you know what? Um, They started coming on at the end of last year. Aiden O'Connell hasn't been great, but he's been good enough. Uh, and the West is just so freaking bad. I mean, honest to God. I mean, you know, I mean, you take the East, you know, it's too bad that Ohio State and Michigan can't play again because that would be the road to go. But, uh, yeah, Purdue's got a nice team. Charlie Jones is good. Maccabee's a really good runner, and O'Connell can, can spin it when he's healthy. So we'll see. I don't think they got much of a shot, but we'll see. Dan Dockage from Indy uh, talking Michigan Purdue will also get to Big Ten basketball. His early thoughts on the conference in a second. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen uh, Saturday night? Michigan big. They're an 18-point favorite on the DraftKings. Uh, Sportsbook app, big board. Uh, will Michigan roll them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Michigan plays anything like they played against Ohio State, I got to tell you, I mean, that to me was a – that was a, a shocker. And I've never seen this before. I, you know, we've been around a long time, right? Um, and I'm not sure I've seen Ohio State's heart get taken. I feel like Ohio State just simply got their damn heart. Uh, ripped right out of their chest, and, and they didn't have anything for them. So I don't think Purdue physically, you know, assuming Michigan, you know, comes to play and all the stuff that, you know, coaches preach, but I don't think Ohio State, or excuse me, I don't think Purdue is physical enough. I, I think they're good. I mean, they got some talent, but I, when I saw that Michigan team, man, I saw a physical, I don't know if I'm going to say the word angry, but it sure seemed like it. I mean, they did not. Uh, they did not let up, and I, there's no way if they play that way and don't turn the ball over that Purdue can play with them, in my opinion. I think 16 is, is – is, I don't know if that's enough. Uh, I really don't. I think Michigan, you know – and Harbaugh knows. I mean, these guys have been around it. They know the deal. They know not to let up. Hell, you're playing to go to the, co- the college football playoff, obviously, and maybe you're in, but I see them rolling big time. You know, one thing that stood out to me about that ass whooping on Ohio State in Columbus, they had that swagger, that toughness, that second half domination where they just wear you down. It, it reminds me of what Georgia, Alabama, the good Oklahoma teams, Clemson teams, what they do to opponents. And this was on the road. I mean, they just quieted that place 28 3 second half. I think in the last seven games, Daniel, they've allowed three points. In seven second halves, or, or, or excuse me, fourth quarters, fourth quarters, seven fourth quarters in a row to close out the season, they allowed three points total. Well, I, you know what? I, I think that comes down to physicality. I mean, you think about football, right? Basketball players think they're tough, right? Basketball players get fouled and they cry. Football players beat the living hell out of each other. And if you are the more physical team, eventually, for whatever the reason, maybe it's, you know, uh, well, eventually you wear the other team down. And, and, and I got to tell you, we focus so much, I mean, so much on passing and, 
and we we focus so much on the wide receiver and all that kind of stuff. But the truth of the matter is, with Michigan, it's like a sledgehammer. I used to call it dripping water. We got to be like what? We got to be like a leaky. We just got to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And that's how I view Michigan. Now, it's not to say they don't have talent. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I was before the game. I was watching all these shows, and everybody said, "Well, you know, JJ McCarthy is going to have to throw the ball down the field, Michigan, or Ohio State's going to load the box." Well, they did load the box. Problem was, uh, <laughs> Michigan went right through the first wave, and no one was back there to to catch anybody. And it was fascinating. But I I anticipate the same thing. I, I you know everybody talked about the talent level of Ohio State. I think that not got negated by the toughness and the physicality of Michigan. Period. Let's move on, Dan. Let's talk about uh, physicality, uh, Big Ten basketball. You know, it's a pretty good week uh, to be a Boilermaker uh, with Purdue basketball, what they're doing with Purdue football in the Big Ten uh, title game. Michigan had an 11-point lead at halftime against number 3 Virginia last night in Ann Arbor. They just don't have uh, the depth uh, to hang with those top teams yet. Uh, your early thoughts on Big Ten basketball. You know, I've said this. Best team, talent-wise, that I've seen is Indiana. Um, best team in terms of resume is Purdue. You know, how do you how do you argue with that resume? I mean, when you look at what they did to Gonzaga out there in the Northwest, and then you look at when they came back. You think about it, coming back after a big win like that and then destroying and a good Duke team, certainly a talented Duke team. You know, the win against Marquette that Purdue had earlier, I think toughened them up. They got a bunch of young guys. Marquette played the breaks off Purdue. Uh, Michigan, I think, is going to be okay. Michigan State's got to get healthy. I like Michigan State's team a lot early. Malik Hall is so valuable, though. I think Minnesota, I think Northwestern stink. Like, I think Minnesota, they they put a thing together. I'm on a text chain with Mike Tirico and a couple of our producers that we all work with together. And... I told him, I said, you got to turn this Minnesota game on. This might be the worst Big Ten team I've ever seen playing the worst stretch of basketball I've ever seen. Wisconsin looked like a Wisconsin team to me. They just didn't make any any shots. Everybody tells me this huge. Everybody tells me, Seth Greenberg, everybody, that Rutgers is pretty good. Everybody says, do not sleep on Rutgers. And I don't know whether that's true or not. I think they lost uh, a lot of dudes. Illinois, I think, is very good, and I think you saw Illinois last night just beat the crap out of a very, very, and I never thought I'd say this, lacking in talent uh, Syracuse team. Uh, I think Illinois is legit. Like I said, I think Indiana has two of everything. I think Purdue is as good as any team uh, that you're going to find. Michigan State will be there, but they got to get healthy. And Michigan, I'm not sure. You know, I- I'm just not. Um <sighs> Michigan, to me, you got to have wings get some stuff done, and we'll see if wings can develop. If they do, then they got a shot. If they don't, then I don't think Hunter Dickinson can carry him. Uh, the depth, you, you watched in Virginia, uh, and again, Michigan has some athletes. Uh, you mix youth in with a lack of depth right now, not saying they can't develop it, but it will be interesting. Man, I'll tell you what, look at the Big Ten between the basketball uh, coaching uh, list, and now you add football with Fickle going to Wisconsin and Matt Rule to Nebraska. Tell me there's another conference when it comes to basketball and football that have a better list of coaches. Well, I'm telling you, and I've always said the Big Ten basketball, and, and every coach that you talk to will tell you this, Big Ten basketball has the best scouted coaches, scouting coaches, the best setups. You know, Maybe they don't have as much talent uh, as some other leagues. I don't know. That's for other people to decide. But in terms of 
setting your team up, scouting in the or excuse me, the Big Ten is the best. And now in football, as I said, you know, in my opinion, Fickle is going to have to figure out: Are we still going to be the thick ankle guys, or are we going to load it up? Are we going to throw it? What are we going to do? And Matt Rule, I'm interested in because I don't know about you. But I thought Scott Frost was a perfect hire out there. I thought, man, this dude did unbelievable things down in Florida. He's coming home. People are going to be all jazzed up. He's going to be able to recruit. Matt Rule did unbelievable things at Baylor, right? He built the program. I'm curious, though. I'm just curious. How is this going to go? Because I think he's terrific. The fans there are stupid loyal, stupid good. But... You know what? Where the hell do you recruit to at Nebraska? You know, you know this. Used to be Nebraska had this unbelievable, unbelievable pipeline to New Jersey. But that's long gone, man. So I'm just saying, all right, where the hell are you going to get kids that are from where that want to go compete at Nebraska as opposed to go compete at Oklahoma or go compete at Ohio State or go wherever? I I don't know the answer to that, but that's going to be the key there. I agree. And again, as uh, resume... And the NFL, you've seen guys like Saban, horrible with the Dolphins, goes you know from LSU to the Dolphins, comes back to Alabama, and the rest is uh, history. But a lot of it is when you're looking up and chasing, and you've seen this a lot with basketball coaches where a school will go out and get a great hire, or in Indiana will get Archie Miller or Mike Davis or whoever, or Kelvin Sampson, and uh, there's so much in front of you that no matter how great of a coach you are and you're coming into a new environment – Look who you have to get by just to be competitive for titles. You know, it's funny you say that because here in Indiana, people are like, well, we got to get a new football coach. You know, and they know I'm friends with Urban. Hey, you got to talk. Urban's no fool. Urban's no, you know, coaches are no fools. They know whoever goes to Indiana. And this is to your point. You know who you got to get past? Michigan and Ohio State in your same division. And Penn State. Don't, don't, you know, Penn State is number eight in the country right now. Right, exactly. And don't forget about Michigan State when they get the whole thing figured out. So, you know, you're exactly right. That's why I got to tell you, when I when I heard Fickle to Wisconsin, I thought that's a genius move, man, because of that side. Iowa, what's Iowa doing? I don't know. You know, Illinois, okay, better with Bielema. I get it. Purdue, yeah, they're fine. They're not great. There just isn't anybody. Nebraska, come on. So I thought the fickle move was absolute genius. I, 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 I he's in it. Who's he got to get past? You know what I mean? Who, who, you know, even Harbaugh at Michigan, he had to get past Ohio State. He had to. I mean, Urban went seven and zero. And think about this. I believe this. I think Ohio State fans took for granted, you know, that when Urban left, well, you know, Ryan Day's better than Urban. Well, Ryan seven and zero in that rivalry. Do you know how hard that is? I mean, it is damn near impossible given all of the ways you can go get players now. Um, I feel like, you know what, on one side of the Big Ten, you don't really have to get through anybody. On the other side, even Harbaugh, even at Michigan, even the fact, you know, he had to get through Ohio State, and it's pretty amazing the difference in the Big Ten, really. Yeah, but now when you add USC and UCLA and they go away from divisions and it will be the top two, top two will play in the conference championship game, it's going to put even more pressure on those West schools. And that's why the fickle move was a great move for Wisconsin. And we'll see if rule uh, can get it done at Nebraska. Uh, but when they go to the top two in the conference and you throw in UCLA and 
uh, see, and who knows, maybe Notre Dame will even join one day. Uh, good luck there, because you're going to get a big contract. You're going to be Mel Tucker making $95 million, but five and seven. You get you get one five and seven year. That's what you get, one. <laughs> yeah, but here's what I've always said, Huge. Uh, the real pressure in coaching is not Mel Tucker, because Mel Tucker gets fired. What are they going to pay him? You know, $50 million not to coach. The real pressure is in the max. Where if you get fired, you got to go be an assistant somewhere. You ain't making that kind of money. Hey, look, I'm at the age where if I'm Mel Tucker and I go five and seven this year and I go five and seven next year, God bless you, baby. Give me the cash and we'll see, we'll see you soon. Um, I, I I know that's not the way people are built. I understand that I'm being somewhat facetious. And if Mel Tucker wants to earn that contract, but I will tell you this, I said it at the time. I think it's really stupid to give those kind of deals. I, I do. People get so excited. Here in Indiana, Tom Allen has a $20 million buyout that doesn't lessen until a year uh, from December 31st, December 31st, 2023. That's idiotic. I mean, giving those kind of contracts is absolutely idiotic. What's Mel Tucker going to do if you say, look, we're only going to give you $50 million? You're telling me he's going to say no? Where's he going to go? Back to Colorado? Good, Go. Uh, I've never understood it. I'll never understand it. And if I was a coach, I would absolutely love it. His name is Dan Dockage, Indy radio talk show host, college basketball uh, insider, outkick. Uh, he's a host there. Uh, good man. Appreciate the conversation. Happy holidays, my man. Same to you, my brother. Thanks for having me on. Much appreciated. All right, Dan, yeah, Dan Dockage checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with teams at all levels all across Michigan.